0: Now, here is Dr. Paula.
1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Australia, Ireland, and China. And in the states of California, Massachusetts, and Colorado. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is... Turn fear into love. Fear is an illusion. Use it to create the positive. When you go into fear, ask yourself, what quality of love do I need more of? Compassion, forgiveness, patience, empathy, understanding, gratitude, peace. Then look for ways to bring that quality more strongly into your life. Only 8% of what we worry about actually happens, yet we spend one to eight hours a day worrying. These are habits of the mind that we can change. We don't have to be victims of our thoughts. We can choose to create new habits of the mind. One technique that I use is to visualize a pure white wastebasket, see myself putting the negative thoughts into it and handing it over to the archangels Michael, Gabriel, Uriel and Raphael. I silently ask them to take the Trash where it will harm no one ever again. And I say these four phrases over and over again in my mind peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit. Peace in my soul. I have been doing this for several months during the day before I go to sleep and in the middle of the night. What I've discovered is that now my mind will often switch by itself from a negative thought to peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. With something that is very painful, sometimes I suddenly hear myself think, stop hurting yourself. It's enough. Then I used the wastebasket and my affirmation. The first time I noticed the automatic switch in my thoughts, I was very excited. It was an indication of a new level of healing, a stronger mind, and increased self-empowerment. It's as if my thoughts have finally become my friend who like the new positivity and want to help create even more. I grew up in a family where negativity was the main thought process, and even living Little things were blown up to be major catastrophes. Everything was hard and I learned to expect bad things. Of course, we know about the law of attraction and that what we focus on is what we get. I've taught myself to live life differently, to expect good things, and to find the love wherever I can. The more I do that, the more love, light, and blessings come into my life. We are the point of change. No one can do it for us. When we commit to being our own best friend, finding and creating love wherever we go, good things find us and our life becomes filled with love. As our guest today, Judith Kusel wrote to me, To me, all of life is but a journey ever deeper into the realms of unconditional love. Unconditional love bursts forth during the highest states of loving grace. When we have an open heart and see and feel only pure love, love is the greatest power there is. All else is illusion. And here's more synchronicity. My next workshop is Receive Abundance in 2019. Set the energy for love health and wealth abundance is a gift of love from the divine as a child of infinite love it's your birthright all you have to do is remove the hidden blocks to receiving know you are deserving and open the door since there are numerous layers of consciousness from the surface levels of the conscious mind to the deepest levels of the unconscious mind the process of bringing in abundance does not always happen immediately your commitment Patience, faith, trust and gratitude are the keys to nurturing your path to lasting abundance. We have at least 60,000 thoughts a day and about 90% of those thoughts are negative. Even more disturbing is that we keep repeating the same negative thoughts over and over again from day to day, week to week and year to year. This affects our self-esteem, self-confidence, relationships, health and even financial abundance. In fact, it affects every area of your life. Everything begins and ends with your mind. What you give power to has power over you, but only if you allow it. In this experiential workshop, you will discover and remove the hidden blocks to your abundance, experience the feeling of deserving, open your mind and heart to receiving, learn how to recognize and be grateful for every step along the way, and receive techniques to use on your own. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop workshop in your area, or another one like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, which will help you heal physically, mentally, and emotionally, and even reverse aging. all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Judith Kusel, who's here to talk with us about soul readings and the first supercontinent of highly advanced beings. I want to read you two paragraphs from the last page of Judith Kusel's book. She knows. That the more she works on the healing of self, the more she is healing humanity at large. She knows that the more she loves herself and finds her own worthiness, the more she will attract goodness into her life and the more she can co-create in the new world. She knows that if she is meant to be with a man in this lifetime, he will come in divine timing. She just wishes to be ready for him, to keep her heart and soul open. For now, she is preparing for his coming. She knows that happiness and love are qualities she must cultivate from deep within herself. If he comes into her life, it will be in the fullness of all that makes him a man. He will be her equal and treat her with love and respect, and then trust will be built." For more on love and relationships, please listen to our shows on June 7, 2018 with Charlie and Linda Bloom, Using Adversity to Strengthen Relationships, March 23, 2017 with Tatiana Jerome, Let Go, Love Yourself, and Find New Love, and September 7, 2017 with Dr. Susan Edelman, Dating on Your Own Terms. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. A few months ago, a relative from my extended family, who I thought I had a great relationship was seemingly out of nowhere, said some very cruel things to me. When I tried to initiate a calm discussion then and later, he attacked me. And defended himself in the intervening months, he continued to refuse to talk about what he had said. With the holiday drawing near, I was not wanting to invite him to all of the activities with my family, as I had been doing for several years. I wanted to keep his involvement to a minimum because I'm no longer willing to sweep things under the rug, pretending that they never happened, nor am I willing to spend extended time with people, even family members, who are disrespectful. Respectful to me. In my family of origin and in my marriage, none of us had the skills to work out problems and develop healthy relationships. I have spent many years changing those dysfunctional patterns and learning how to work through conflict in a healthy way. I was not going to go backwards now. We were at a standstill until one of my children stepped in, contacted our relative, and told him that if he wanted to spend the whole holiday with us, he needed to call me. That call lasted two hours because it took me a long time to get him to listen to me. In the end, everything changed, he said. I feel like what happened in this conversation is that I just became an adult. I have to stop looking at our family from the eyes of a child. I never thought saw things from your perspective until now. I'm so sorry." I'm now looking forward to our family gathering with an open heart of love, compassion, and gratitude. This was a good beginning. There's more for us to discuss. The silver lining is that what had been hidden is now revealed. With unconditional love, empathy, and a willingness to have truthful conversations, our relationship will grow even deeper. When I left my ex-husband 14 years ago, my mission was to heal myself and the family. What I told myself is that the abuse stops here, and I committed myself to doing whatever it takes to help us all grow in love, empathy, and respect. Conversations like this one that end with new insight, growth, and deeper levels of love are proof to me that the family is changing and healing, which is immensely gratifying to me. It also shows me that I'm fulfilling my soul's purpose, as told to me by my guest today. Today, Judith Kusel. The soul reading Judith did for me started with your soul name means she heals through her being and brings higher healing through herself to others through a deep empathy, understanding, compassion, and love, and is therefore a healing light unto others. Inasmuch as she expresses this from the depths of her heart, soul, and being. Your soul group name is. The healing ones. Judith is a visionary, inspirational writer and teacher, pyramid grid activator, and soul reader. She transmits energy records held in the divine energy field into writing and brings forth cosmic knowledge. Her soul readings have positively impacted the lives of thousands of people. Ag- across the globe, like me, and assisted them to live their highest soul purpose and calling. Her first book, Soul Empowerment, was a bestseller, and her second book, Why I Was Born in Africa, the Previously Unrecorded History of Elysium, and the Lion Kingdom, has dramatically changed people's concept of the planet and the ground they stand on. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, Dr. Paula Joyce to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read my latest blog and register for my workshop or contact me to schedule a workshop or speech in your area. Your question for today is, are you curious about your soul's mission And purpose. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with Judas Kusel, who's here to talk with us about soul readings and the first supercontinent of highly advanced beings.
3: the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation, whether it's individual or group, business or personal. Attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re your mission. Dr. Paula has game changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214 208 3533 or visit paulajoyce.com.
0: Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into to our newsletter. Search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
1: if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. As a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com because of the holidays this show has been pre-recorded so please email me your questions or comments i want to hear what's on your hearts and minds and i hope you wrote down if you're curious about your soul's mission and purpose And I'm so pleased to welcome Judith Kusel, who's here to talk with us about the soul readings she does and the first supercontinent
4: of highly advanced beings. Judith, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me onto your show, and I'm most thrilled to be here. Thank you very much.
1: Well, and thank you. I mean, your books, I... I, 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 Emailed you this, but I also want to say it and for our um, listeners to hear it that when I got your books, I could feel the incredible, beautiful energy coming off of both of them and into me. Your um, soul reading and your books, and then reading them, of course, was even more powerful. They transmit such beautiful energy, as do you. And my gratitude to you for what you have been doing for me and what you do for the world. Um, And I'd like you to help us get to know you a little bit better, how you went from being a librarian to doing soul readings and opening up energy centers in the earth.
4: Well, I'm born in Africa, in South Africa, and I'm born from a fifth generation German family. My family came out from Germany, from Hanover in Germany in 1854 um, to bring out the mission to South Africa. And um, so I'm a, I'm a fifth generation South African German, although I'm fully South African and um, yes I've uh, all my life I spent uh, since I, I came out of school as librarian so uh, which I just love because you know to work with books that was to me the most amazing things I could I could ask all these questions and the, and the books would literally fall off the shelf and land at my feet and I would open them up and there the answers came so I literally uh, read thousands of books but my greatest quest was always to find the truth what is the truth I wanted to know really where is the truth what is the truth what is it that really um, brings us to the state of higher consciousness what I was very very interested in knowing you know why are we on the planet what are we doing here I always felt this quest that there has to be more than life than I can ever find so, yes, I was very much involved in the community. I did art and crafts uh, exhibition in order to, um, at stages where there was no money or funds available to buy books, because I always felt that, you know, people need to read books. They need to have that information. They need to have knowledge. And then more knowledge you have, the more you empowered you become. But in in that year, after forty four years of really dedicating my whole life to it, I walked into my office and was told by my junior, junior staff members that if I do not vacate my office within two hours, it shall be done for me. And nobody had actually warned me of this. I had no communication from my bosses about it. And at that stage, South Africa was was going through a tremendous transformation anyway as the new government took over and Nelson Mandela became president. But through this all, I was totally shocked because nothing had prepared me for that. And it was like my whole, the carpet was pulled under my feet. And uh, it led me into immense deep depression at that stage because I felt that my whole life's work was being sort of uh, crumbling underneath me. And with this, uh, it uh, it became a court case. There was nothing that they, it was actually they couldn't have done That to me, what they did um, illegally and that turned political in that stage. And with all of this, I was heading for a nervous breakdown. And I just couldn't handle it. At one stage, they, they um, sent me to the museum to work in the archives. And uh, that opened up my whole sort of, uh, during this time, my third eye opened up in ways that I could not explain. I didn't know what was happening to me. And through that, I was sent back to the library. But now people were complaining because the whole service structure had, had literally collapsed and um, i went to my doctor and he said to me well you know what you can carry on the way you are and head for a nervous breakdown or you can take your own life back Mm. and it's very interesting because that 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 night i was actually in a state and i just prayed and i said please god i don't know what to do do i carry on this way what is it and then i was given a vision i was standing at the edge of a cliff and i was shown by my higher guides That um, There are thousands of people down at the valley below and they said, how long are you going to stand at the edge of this cliff and Not have the guts to actually do what you are supposed to do and take that leap of faith And I was shown how does an eagle learn to fly by its mother kicking it out of its nest and it has to fly find its wings to fly And the eagle has always been a very special message for me because I always loved um, the verses from Isaiah, for instance, where where it says that those who trust in the Lord will not grow weary and weak. They will find wings like eagles and fly even higher than ever before. So it was like like it was a special message for me and the next day I put in my resignation and it was like this whole weight has come off me and Three months later. I was in a breakthrough experience with dr. John De Martini in Santon Which helped me to get a lot of the emotional charges away that that? Um, um, also the fact that I had death threats coming my way So it, it was a great it was a start of a great healing process for me In the process of all of this happening now, um, um, uh, resigning and trying to find a new life, I was starting to read energy fields in 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 the earth. And I didn't know what the heck was going on with me. I didn't know, was I going crazy? What is the matter with me? <laughs> and and um, I started, luckily for me, I started keeping a journal and I started writing down exactly what was given to me, even sketching if I saw something that I couldn't explain. I had no idea what it was. I just knew in my heart and my soul that I was being called to go on a journey of, rediscovery and uh, yeah, so I took my car in 2009 and I was literally traveling from South Africa I first asked now where must I start this journey I've got no deal what I'm doing but I'm gonna trust this and I took out a map of Africa and South Africa and my my, pe- my pencil landed right in the middle actually where I'm living now mm. and I started the journey from here and gradually as it all came together i started to understand what i was being called to do and it became the book wise born in africa which was a journey of rediscovery into the truth of how this uh, this planet was created um, what was the purpose of it being created, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which which I all uh, record in my, in my book, "Wise Born in Africa: The Untold uh, Story of Elysium and the Lion Kingdom," and with it, I often, uh, when all of this happened, I started to do research at the at the same time. It was also to just make sure that I wasn't sort of like just taking these things out of my thumb and, and writing them down. <laughs> and it's interesting because I would always get confirmation in some way. And the, the most beautiful passage that I ever uh, ever read was about the Celtic people who used to stand at the edge um of a sea and always mourn the lost continent their true home and that to me was was a big confirmation and then of course there is um, Beethoven's great Ode to Joy um, where he takes Friedrich von Schiller's poem and and he sets it to, mu- to music Freude, Freude, Über Freude, the Ode to Joy where he says the gutter of Elysium the, the, the gods of Elysium so um when when I actually started rereading von Schiller's um, poems, I realized that, that he had this vision of his continent. So it's all sort of like like came to uh, to to a fore in his own poetry. Yes, and um that that whole concept then became that I at that stage I was uh, running out of money because I had used my 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 whole, uh, um, uh, uh, the money that I got paid out when I resigned, I used to actually go on this journey of rediscovery because it became an immense journey of re- rediscovery. And uh, then, um, yeah, through this all, I didn't know what to do with my life because I, I spent one year. Um, uh, teaching in in the Middle East, which was a learning curve in its own. I came back to South Africa and and I stayed with my family for a while. And then I realized, but I've got to now stand on my own two feet and and support myself because, you know, if you stay with family, they start resenting you because um, you're an extra mouth to feed and you start resenting them because you've got to ask for money. And uh, I was very very blessed there. Then I had somebody that helped me there and said, you've got to set up your own business. Look at all the skills that you have and then, then really look at how you can give this as a gift to the world and how you bring it. And through that, um, i realized that I could do soul readings it came as, as a bit of a fluke at first I couldn't quite understand what i was doing but I realized that I only need people's names and i need their date of birth and I could actually start tapping through the same energy fields that I was tapping into to record the history of the world i could actually do soul readings I could tap into their their um, the essence of a soul as it was as it because everything in in the whole cosmos is recorded in energy fields. We, we often think that the ancients, you know, um, started writing with hieroglyphs and, and with, with really, and the cuneiform that they used with the Babylonians. But in truth, that only came after the fall of Atlantis, when we had already fallen from the seventh dimension of the first civilization to fifth of, of um, Atlantis. Atlantis nearly blew up the earth, and then humanity really sort of like fell into the third And in the third, people could not communicate telepathically anymore. They could not communicate. uh, They had to use their vocal cords now to communicate, which is the most primitive form of communication. Writing is extremely primitive. So uh, the speech and the writing was given to humanity as a way of trying to get them out of the doldrums, out of the darkness in truth, the ancients always used energy fields to record everything. In my new book that I'm writing, I'm still in, in the writing process on, on what I had to retrieve in France and what I'm, a continuation of why I was born in Africa, works definitely with, with the energy fields and the way they recorded this. So, this is still there. It's never, has never left the planet but it also links up with the solar system and the galactic systems. So, what I tap in is a super consciousness, which is a galactic and and galactic omniversal core, and there everything is recorded. So, your soul has not got even existences just on this planet, but it's got simultaneously, just just, um, understand this, simultaneously, you've got parallel lives in other galaxies and star systems. So only a fraction of your soul is now incarnated on planet earth you are actually on multiple existences already just on your soul level it's just that humanity has forgotten all of this we've forgotten that we're part of an immensely beautiful and intricate creation an omniverse which is greater than we can ever even put our minds to and everything is ordered in it, everything is in harmony. Nothing is ever out of place. That is the beauty of creation. And I think that my that the gift of my soul readings was given to me so that I can serve humanity in this way by helping souls to remember the truth of who and what they are and why they are here on the planet. Because if we have mission and purpose, we will live at with great love.
1: Thank you so very much. Um, we're, at, it, we're that was a perfect timing for us to move into a break. But what you said is so profound and so beautiful. And I know it may be new to some people and to other people. Oh, you know they know that we have parallel lives. But all I can say is that so much that that we saw in Star Trek and other science fiction programs and movies is really true and that the soul can be in more place, um, more than one place at a time. So, so beautifully said, and I want to, when we come back, explore more about um, how Uh, About Elysium and um, the Lion Kingdom and what you've been discovering. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows, the chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process for my best selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about. Between sleeping and waking, it was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how this information can help you in your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Judas Kusel to talk more about soul readings and the first supercontinent of highly advanced beings.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
3: Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re your mission, The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation, whether it's individual or group, business or personal. Attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-2083. Eight three five three three, or visit PaulaJoyce.com today.
2: Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how this information can help you in your life. And I want to remind you at the end of the show to listen for how Archangel Jethraiah can also help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Judith Kusel to talk more about Soul Readings and the First Supercontinent of Highly Advanced Beings. Um, Judith, the information you share is is so profound and important. Um, and you were talking about Elysium. And in your book, you refer to it as the first Garden of Eden and how peaceful it was, just like you were talking about the omniverse and how everything is in harmony. And so talk to us a little bit more, please, about Elysium and what you mean by it being the first Garden of
4: Eden. Well, what really got me onto the journey is that I was starting to tune into crystal pyramid temples and I was thinking to myself, "Now I don't quite know what, you know, where they are and I started to, to sort of tune in into where they have sunk off the shore of um, south, uh, south eastern Africa. Um, especially southern Africa from about the equator downwards. And I was starting, you know, the first when I started, I asked myself, why I was born in Africa? And that's actually how the whole thing came in because at that stage when everything was happening to me, so I said, why was this happening to me? And why was I born in Africa? Why wasn't I born in Europe or something? And then I was told, but you were born exactly at the, at the right spot. You haven't been, uh, you, you chose to be incarnate there. And then I was told to, to take out a map of africa so um I, I took out a map of africa and they said well draw these lines so here i am i'm busy drawing lines on africa and all my son, now what the heck is this and they said okay now you see that you've drawn these lines now go and look up where you were born so i went and looked at <laughs> the place i was born and i saw that it was actually on the lines that i've just drawn. and that is how I was told that I was born on the exact spot that I needed to be born to a tap into the energy that of, of what I'm supposed to bring back to humankind. Now, um, as you see in my book, I started off with, with, with a few lines and then the lines got bigger and bigger and bigger until I finally st- I started to understand the whole thing. What I was actually drawing at that stage was a 33 degree longitude line, which um, in before Newton was actually the zero longitude line. um, And it was what the ancient was the most important uh, longitude line that was in existence. Now, that longitude line is actually the spinal column of the earth. You've got to remember that the earth reflects the same as all the creation. There's a big um, divine law which says, as above, so below. So, everything that's above reflects below. The earth is an entity on her own, and she was formed and in a uh, to, to reflect the whole omniverse and all that is created within her. The human body reflects the earth's body. That's why we have a spinal column and the two tune in. But in the beginning, in the very beginning, there were 12 master galaxies that were first born, that were first birthed or put into creation or or, or created by the divine. These 12 master galaxies are very important to, to remember and understand if one wants to understand the history of the human being because each one of these were like um, like a master plan of a divine to put the creation into, into creation. And from these 12 master galaxies, all the rest of the star systems and galaxies and whatever was born. The 12 Master Galaxies formed an intergalactic council which most people know about at some level that are sort of aware of it and they they sort of work with the 12 and 24 elders who surround the throne of God so they are like co-creators who work within divine laws. The divine has got creation laws and you if you work with in those laws and you become to a certain state of 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 um of um i'm trying to find the word now of evolutionary existence um you become a co-creator with the divine who creates within divine laws so as this as our solar system forms part of the milky way galaxy we the Milky Way galaxy was one of the 12 master galaxies others were Sirius and Orion and the Pleiades, etc and Andromeda etc now They they started to exploring because they were highly advanced technology highly advanced beings who come from the 12 dimensional state and Some they're, they're different sort of octaves of dimensional states. So um, let's let's say from the 7th to the 12th dimensional state was originally before the wars of heavens so in this solar system they needed a satellite station which would bring them because, you know, our, our Milky Way galaxy has got a counter-galaxy and every solar system has got a counter-solar system. Because in the in the universe, in the universe, there's nothing that's just one-sided. There's always a double-side. You always have a twin somewhere along the line. That's balance. And first, the core of the Earth was formed as a satellite station. And then slowly but surely the scientists who work with the Intergalactic Fleet and the Intergalactic Councils started to create create the outer crust of the Earth. Now the inner inner part of the Earth, the original satellite station is what is called the inner earth, Agatha. And she is still in the seventh dimensional state and and there are beings who live in that. It's just that we are, we, we we're not we don't can't gain access to it because we are, they are in a higher frequency band as we are. So now the outer crust of a planet was formed and with that, from the 12 master galaxies, everything was imported and it was an experiment to see how, how life would actually evolve on the outer crust of a planet. So you had like um, plants that, you know, the Pleiades are the great botanist of, of, of the galaxies. They brought in plant species and trees and insects and whatever else, and then animals were brought in. And then the, 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 the beings that helped to create the, the scientists that were working at that stage fell in love with the planet, and they wanted to settle here. And thus they were allowed to settle here if they sign a contract that they are partaking in an experiment, and that's very important to realize it was an experiment. Okay, and with that, while this whole Earth autocrust was put, the energy lines were put into space. That's the crystalline energy grids, and it was also crystal pyramids that were put on these grids. And the whole system was one huge energy grid system that provided power. In other words, it was power like fuel, they didn't need fossil fuels, it was power you could tap in to get, get, get uh, to light up your house or your buildings or whatever else. At the same time, it was the same power that generated their craft, that amphibious craft and flying craft and of course the intergalactic space stations or whatever else. So they were highly advanced and it was intergalactic travel. Um, They were totally at peace at that stage because they came here to do a job. The job was to create this magnificent um, uh, 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 Civilization on earth as an experiment and then to of course they were in charge of the animal species and and all the all the plants and whatever else and um, So it was actually the first the first civilization was one of harmony and balance in the seventh dimensional state so in that stage, there was no war because they didn't have any wars. They, they were busy creating something magnificent. And actually, the earth was so beautiful at that stage in the way she was created or co-created rather, that she was considered to be the crown jewel of creation. So that's Elysium. But at that stage, and I, I've, I devote a whole chapter in my book about it, the walls of heavens broke out. Now, the wars of rec- heavens have been recorded in quite a lot of the ancient manuscripts, etc., etc., because it's, it's something that's remembered collectively in somehow, in our psyche, somewhere along the line, as, as C.J. Jung says, the collective consciousness. And it was then that... Um, that galaxies actually were blown up. Um, that this whole solar system was was, was, uh, and was in, in also in this whole uh, war was uh, was involved in the war. and then the, the, the planet between Jupiter and Mars at that stage was blown up. And that impacted, of course, you had all these asteroids and uh, pieces of this planet bombarding all the other planets, and Earth was thrown out of orbit. And that was the end of Elysium. Of course, most of those that were on it already evacuated and went home to their own home galaxies. So that was Elysium. So... When, you must remember that the wars of heaven was a total catastrophe in heaven It took millions of earth years before everything started settling again into some kind of order And that was like Lyra um, was nearly some of the galaxies had immense ca- Casualties andromeda the original andromeda galaxy had to be evacuated and they had they took on the the new and um What we know as Andromeda today and lyra for instance was so damaged that the the lyrans fled to sirius And then they asked if they could colonize the earth and they came in and started the lion kingdom Uh in in the wake uh, on the foundations of what was already there, but of course was destroyed Yeah so,
1: what you're saying, I know, is um, a lot for some people to take in, and I just want to encourage everybody to have an open mind and to to um, to it, to not to reject this out of hand if it's uh, a little bit out of your comfort zone or way out of your comfort zone, and to pay attention to corroborating information that you're going to get over the next several years, because what Judith is telling us uh, is is beginning to be told by other people as well, including in yesterday's news where they were talking about sightings of UFOs, two different UFOs, and the government corroborated the legitimacy of these sightings. So we're going to begin to hear more about intergalactic travel and confirmation with for what Judith is saying. Pay attention and listen again to this show so that you can gather more information because it's a lot to take in at once. And also, please purchase her book, Why I Was Born in Africa, and also her book, soul empowerment which is about soul readings and contact her to have a soul reading it will change your life in a good way her website is judithkusel.com k-u-s-e-l judith thank you so very much so very much for the work you do and for being on this show And I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com and like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount and my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally and physically, my private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel jethraya who's the Archangel over positive change and movement. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jethrya, I give you permission in a positive and loving way only to help me move closer to remembering and reconnecting with the deepest part of my soul. Pay attention to sign, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday on January 3rd when Dwan Washington will give us his annual predictions for the year. January 10th when Brian Wilson will talk with us about John Fetzer's use of spiritual tools in business. And January 17th when alice rosen will give us her annual interpretation of what numerology has to tell us about 2019 this is dr Polly, your cm or chosen mom as designated by dr bernie siegel remember you are loved all is loved just let that feeling wash over you and through you have a blessed week